What's up, everyone? You're listening to the Gridiron Fantasy Football Podcast for Saturday, October 3rd, 2020. And I am Chip, and I'm your host, and thank you so much for tuning in today. Now, I generally don't do a podcast on Saturdays, but because of the severity of the news that took place on Saturday morning, I want to make sure all my viewers on YouTube and my listeners on my podcast are up to date of all the information that's taking place on Saturday morning because big news hit on Saturday. New England Patriots quarterback Cam Newton has tested positive for COVID-19. So he has been ruled out for week four, and it's possible that he'll be ruled out for week five based on his, his symptoms. But on the other side of this, the game between the Patriots and Chiefs has been postponed. They will no longer play on Saturday or Sunday afternoon. The game is potentially going to be rescheduled for Monday or Tuesday. Adam Schefter did come out and say that Tuesday seems to be the most logical day because they want to make sure there's more testing that's taken place and more negative cases before they proceed with playing in the game. So obviously this makes, you know, huge news based on what happened with the Titans and Steelers because this is kind of the same scenario that happened with the Titans and Steelers. A couple t- Titans players got um, positive for COVID-19. Then there were some personnel on the Titans staff as well. And then there was hope to p- postpone the game for Monday or Tuesday. And then a day later, they came out and said they're going to have to reschedule the game for, you know, later on in the season. So this is something that needs to be monitored because obviously this affects the fancy lineups. This affects like just how you look at the week um, going forward. But, you know, honestly, the most important thing is the player's health. Obviously, everybody involved on the Chiefs and on the New England Patriots and Cam Newton, you know, their health comes first. So all the thoughts and praise for Cam Newton on a fast recovery because that's that's what matters most, not not fantasy, but because this is a fancy football channel and podcast, there has to be relevance to this in a sense of what to do based on this. So, um, you know, we don't really know how to go forward with this, right? Because we got a few options, right? Because we did see the Atlanta Falcons have a player that tested positive last week, but nothing nothing changed the game. The Falcons went on and played. There has been no positive cases for the uh the new uh, the the Atlanta Falcons, so they they've been pretty much negative in all their cases, and then you have the Minnesota Vikings who play the Tennessee Titans. So far this week, based on all the testing that took place for the Minnesota Vikings, they have no negative cases as well. So it's hopefully likely that if Cam Newton was is the one isolated player, then the game will go on as scheduled on Tuesday, but we don't know until Sunday comes around and Monday where. Is there going to be more positive cases? So my my expectation for this is obviously if there's the good news is if there's no more cases they play on Tuesday. Obviously, if anything comes out tomorrow morning or over you know over Saturday night, if there's any cases that become positive again for more players, then obviously I think the game gets canceled. But you know this is obviously something. How does it affect your fancy lineups? Well, like I said, it all depends on the testing. If the testing comes back with no more positive cases, then Nothing changes for the the New England Patriots and the Kansas City Chiefs other than Cam Newton being ruled out. But there was a practice squad player on the Kansas City Chiefs, um, Jordan Ty, uh, Tyomu. I can't, I'm not pronouncing his name probably right, but he is a practice squad quarterback on the Chiefs. So obviously if he's in the same room with Patrick Mahomes and, and some of the players and then he's on the practice squad and he's touching the footballs and he's doing all these things, you know, within the actual facility, did he expose any of the players on the Kansas City Chiefs? So obviously, as of right now, he's the only player that became positive with COVID-19. 
But as of right now, there hasn't been any starters or anything on the active roster that, you know, came positive. So that's still quick to change, you know, so we don't really don't know. But when it comes to how you there's th- there's different options when it comes to how you're going to set your fancy lineup for for this week. Right. So option one is no new cases gets, you know, no, no new cases happen and you play all your your players like usual. Right. So like in my main league, I have Tyreek Hill. You know, I have in my lineup as of right now, based on what I know of the information that at the recording of this podcast, Tyreek Hill right now is in my starting lineup. But something can happen later on today or on Sunday that could determine me have to change my lineup. But the best case scenario, no more new cases. The New England Patriots and Chiefs play as you know on, on Tuesday. And you can play all of your starters for the New England Patriots plus the Kansas City Chiefs. But then option two is... You don't adjust your lineups, right? You have the Patriots and the Chiefs players in your starting lineup and you risk it, right? You say, okay, well, I'm not going to play. I'm going to risk, you know, playing my Chiefs or Patriots. And then you don't adjust your lineup. But then the Monday and Sunday, the Sunday and Monday games are already in the books. And then you're out of options. And then you lose or you don't have players to get you points because you didn't adjust your lineups because you risk hoping that the teams will play. Now, obviously, I think before the games start on Sunday, I think we'll have a better idea when that game will be played. Um, my guess is if one player gets positive for COVID-19, doesn't necessarily mean that the whole game's going to be canceled, as we saw with the Atlanta Falcons last week. So that is option number two. You risk it, and then something happens where the game does get canceled, but then you can't adjust your lineups because those games have already been completed. And then option three, you don't risk it. You find substitutions for your roster. You figure out who the best waiver wire pickups are on your roster and go from there. Because obviously, it's rather be safe than sorry. You really get some points than no points. But this is the nature of 2020, right? This is the fancy football, you know, with dealing with injuries plus COVID. There's so many very, you know, variations of what you have to do. And it's so, it's so unpredictable. So I think it's something that, you know, now you just have to make the best decision for what's best for your lineup. So with that being the case, I want to give you some names that you can maybe pivot to if you have these 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 you know players on your roster that you may need to fill in for. So at quarterback, I think based on who's available in most of the leagues, I mean, you have, I've been mentioning Garden Minshew in my waiver wire pickup episodes. I think if he's available, pick him up. You know, if, if Baker Mayfield happens to be available, you know, pick him up and play him. You know, Teddy Bridgewater is a decent a decent pickup. You got Nick Mullins because Jimmy G's out tomorrow. So those are a few quarterbacks that possibly could be available for you in your leagues. You know, if Nick Foles is available, I mean, Nick Foles can be another name. I know it's not a sexy you know person to play, but right now you have to try to fill your roster if these guys don't play. And then at running back, you have Brian Hill, the Falcons. He's a guy that you could pick up and play if you need to. Uh, J, uh, J.D. McKissick, you know, he's on the Washington uh, football team, so... He's the backup to Antonio Gibson, so he may be a person that you can pick up and play. Now, this is kind of new, but you know Joe Mixon is now on the injury report with a chest injury, so that means that Gio, Giovanni Bernard becomes an interesting piece because if Joe Mixon is out because of his chest injury, then that means that Giovanni Bernard will be the starter. So he may be a guy you can pick up. You got Chase Edmonds. And then going into like the Seahawks game, if Chris Carson or... Carlos Hyde don't play, then you got Travis Homer. So that that's an option there. So there's a few guys there for running back at wide receiver. 
you know, you can pick up Randall Cobb if Brandon Cooks is available. Um, you got Anthony Miller if he's available. Dontrell Inman for um, Washington if he's available. If, if Terry McLaurin does not play, you got Kendrick Bourne, you know, Brandon Ayuk if those guys are available. Maybe look for Debo Samuel if he happened to be dropped in your league and he, he's supposed to be returning tomorrow for week four. So if he's available, he's a guy that you can pick up. Um, you know, Traquan Smith of the Saints. Uh, if Emmanuel Sanders happens to be dropped in your league, you can try to pick him up. You got Golden Tate. You know, I picked up Hunter Renfro in my league, so Hunter Renfro becomes a good PPR option. In Philadelphia, they have nobody at wide receiver, so Greg Ward becomes really the only target right there in, in Philadelphia, so he can be an option. Um, you got Scotty Miller possible for the Bucks. Justin Watson for the Bucks could be a, you know an option. And you got Andy Isabella of the Arizona Cardinals because DeAndre Hopkins may be out, so... You got some options there if you need them for wide receiver. And then when it comes to tight end, if you're out Kelsey and then John uh, New Smith or Eric Ebron, whoever's on your, you know, whoever's on your roster for your tight end, you know, Logan Thomas is an option. And you got, you know, you got uh, Robert Tanyan of the Green Bay Packers. So he's available. So, you know, if these are a few names that you could grab if you are dealing with figuring out who to pivot to if you decide to not risk, you know, starting some of the, the Chiefs and the and the Panther or the Patriots players because you know you want to try to make sure you have your best lineup going forward, but sometimes having some points is better than no points when it comes to like risking playing Tyreek Hill or Patrick Mahomes and then they don't play at all and you lose your fantasy week. So this is just the just the thing that you can do to pivot and hopefully uh salvage some of your your roster. And then now that the the uh, Patriots and Chiefs game has been now postponed and possibly rescheduled, they have now moved the, the Colts and the Bears game to 425 on Sunday. So they were going to play at the early slate of games. Now they got moved to 425. So now there's going to be eight games early and three games late. And then obviously you have your Sunday night game plus your Monday night game um, this week as well. So a lot of news, a lot of things going on in the NFL. I mean, a crazy Saturday morning. I want to make sure that I had all my information I could get for you guys and be as updated as possible before I drop this podcast in the YouTube video. But, you know, this is this is the nature of what's going on this year. So with that being said, I'm going to go through all the injuries right now uh, for week four and players that are going to be out. And hopefully the people that I've mentioned above, you know, in the earlier, just a few minutes ago in the podcast that you're able to grab because there's a lot of guys that are not going to be playing this week. So we're going to start off with Alan Lazard. We know that he's out indefinitely with a core injury. Um, I'm not sure. I was I was trying to look at some of the the information about what kind of surgery that he had. Uh, I couldn't find anything to, to determine you know, how long he's going to be out, but it looks like he may be out for at least six weeks. But um, Alan Lazard obviously is out for t- uh, for Monday night, and then Raheem Mostert he's out with he's still dealing with his knee injury, so he's out. So that means Jerk McKinnon will be likely starter, and then also I forgot to mention Jeff Wilson too. So Jeff Wilson, if um, you need a, a spot start too. Jeff Wilson is another name that you can grab um, just in case you need him. And then we have Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. He's not playing. He's still dealing with his ankle injury. So that means Nick Mullins is obviously going to be the starter for the 49ers. Uh, for the Bucks, Chris Godwin, he's out. He's dealing with the hamstring. Uh, he and, and Leonard Fournette. So Leonard Fournette and Chris Godwin are out for week four. And the Bucks now playing week five. So that means that there's a potential that these two players could miss two games in a row based on the short week. And then the Eagles wide receiver, Deshaun Jackson, he's out with the hamstring. He will not be playing in, in week four. And then Michael Thomas is out for week four for the New Orleans Saints. And so is Jared Cook. He's been designated for being out. He's dealing with the groin injury. 
and Michael Thomas is still recovering from the ankle. Now, the good news with Michael Thomas, he's been practicing on a light, you know, on a limited basis. So that means that he's close to returning. My guess is he comes back after the bye week because they, they have a week six bye. So um, that's just my prediction. Not saying that's going to be right, obviously, but I think Michael Thomas is getting closer and closer to returning. And then Cam Akers, he's been designated for being out, still dealing with the ribs that he's been dealing with. He has a rib injury that he's been, you know, dealing with the last few weeks. So that means uh, Daryl Henderson and Malcolm Brown would be the backfield for the for the Rams. Now going on to the players that are questionable, but also game time decisions. Now throughout the week, DeAndre Hopkins has become uh, on this list because he is dealing with an ankle injury. He did not practice very much through the, through the week, so. It's not looking great. He's not on the right side of practice. So that means that there's a chance that he will not be suited up for the game tomorrow. So that's why I think Andy Isabella is a good option if if DeAndre Hopkins cannot go. And then you have Joe Mixon. So Joe Mixon, as of Saturday morning, so he is dealing with a chest injury. Not sure exactly how that happened. What When they mean by chest, it could be a minor pec strain. It could be, you know, who knows? But it's one of those things where it's something to monitor because now you have to figure out, do I play him? Because this is the same thing that, I don't know if it's the same thing that DJ Chark had dealt with last week, but DJ Chark was dealing with the chest injury that caused him to be out for uh, week uh, week three. So with that being the case, is this the same injury that uh, Joe Mixon has? So if that's the case, that means that he's likely not to play. And then you got Giovanni Bernard that's going to take his spot. But it could be that he just could he just has a bruise and then they have to list out an injury report and he may be good to go for for Sunday, but just something to monitor. And then Terry McLaurin, he had a midweek injury at practice. He had he injured his thigh. So when I see that it's just designated as the thigh, I'm thinking it's like more of like a bone bruise or a contusion to his thigh. Um, most players play through that, but he he hasn't been practicing. He's been very limited at practice, so it doesn't look like he is going to go on Saturday or on Sunday. He is a game time decision. But like I said in my podcast yesterday, you know, this is a very tough spot for Terry McLaurin. Once he's in, he's injured, could be limited on snaps, and he's playing Baltimore. So not a very good week for Terry McLaurin to be injured and, and, and then have the matchup that he has. And then with Atlanta, Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones are still questionable. It seems like they're going to still play. They're trending to play, but Calvin, Calvin Ridley's dealing with the ankle and calf injury, and then obviously Julio Jones is dealing with his hamstring. So it looks like they're trending forward to play, but just be be careful on, you know, make sure you just have a pivot just in case. And then going to questionable but expected to play. So these are the players that are expected to play. So for Atlanta, going back to Atlanta, Russell Gage, uh, he was in the concussion protocol. He has cleared the protocol. So he will be starting on on Monday Night Football. So he will be playing. So that's the thing. So my guess is the Atlanta Falcons will have all their receivers available to them for Monday night. But like I said, if you're able to get Russell Gage, if, you have, if you're if you a Calvin Ridley owner or a Julio Jones owner, or if you have any player that's on the COVID list or, or you know, on the, on the games are postponed or rescheduled because of COVID, then Russell Gage may be a guy that you can play as well. And then now... Now, Devontae Adams, he is now, he's been practicing all week. Devontae Adams is is scheduled to play for Monday night. So that's great. Devontae Adams comes back, uh, which is good for fantasy owners. And then Scotty Miller, he should be playing tomorrow. He's dealing with a hip injury, but it doesn't look like he's going to miss tomorrow's game. So he's he's suited to play. And then 
Chris Carson is still dealing with the knee injury, and then Carlos Hyde is dealing with his shoulder. So Chris Carson has practiced a little bit throughout the week. You know, he was dealing with that knee sprain that he sustained against the Cowboys last week. It looks like he's trending to play, but it's hard to determine what his workload is going to be. If I was him, you know, based on that, I mean, obviously they have the medical staff with Seattle. So if they're if they feel like he's deemed to play, then he's going to play. But I'm just wondering how much they're actually going to use him based on make sure he doesn't get aggravated, like he's an aggravated injury anymore. So I hope that, um, you know, he's he's expected to play, but I hope that he doesn't um, hurt himself even further. And then last, uh, Kareem Hunt. So Kareem Hunt came on the injury report this week, dealing with a groin injury. Um, it seems to be minor, so it looks like he will play. But it always, it always makes me nervous when it comes to hamstring and groin injuries because one move, one pivot, one slip. So one thing can happen where it could cause him to be out. So you're obviously if these guys are available and they're playing, you're going to play them. But it's one of those things have low expectations based on the injury because they could re-aggravate their injury, which obviously will cause them to have a low fancy output. So hopefully that won't be the case. But these are the, the guys that are going to be out and questionable and game time decisions and hopefully players that are expected to play. So I hope that was very informative. I hope that was something that, you know, you're able to take, you know, take and actually go through your, your waiver wires and your free agents and kind of see exactly what's available for you. So um, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening and just pay attention to the social media. I'm going to try to update everything on my social media on, you know, Twitter and Facebook, Instagram. So if you want to follow us on social media, you can find us over on Twitter and Facebook at the Good Iron Pod. You can follow us on Instagram at Good Iron Fantasy Football. So that's it for today. Good luck on your week, you know, your week four matchups. Hopefully you're not, you know, affected too much about the, what's going on with the games, but just do what you can, find your pivots and and go for, and hope for the best. All right. So we'll see you guys on the Monday podcast. Take care. <laughs>